Okay, so this was going to be part of the voice chat on the group, the Telegram voice chat, and uh, I thought rather I'd just record some stuff here that we were going to talk about, and I'll put it up as an an audio clip because the internet connection is not great, and uh, that just becomes more aggravating for everybody involved than, than actually doing anything productive talking. So, the 30... The 31th of March, and yeah, the chat that should have been on the group. <laughs> um, there were a couple of things that I wanted to talk about, and one of them was the, the situation in Mozambique. And I don't know how many people are actually aware of what's going on up there, because the news seems to be suppressed quite well, quite effectively. And um, anyway, so years ago, the... This ISIS, you know, these Islamic State militants started invading the northern region of Mozambique and this seems to have been tolerated to the point where probably hundreds of thousands, many hundreds of thousands, I guess, of people have been displaced and who who only knows how many people have been killed. But, you know, rape and pillage and plunder seems to be the order of the day. And with the intention, I think, of setting up an Islamic State in that region. And of course the politics behind it are, as usual, sort of just tripping with assumption and lies and and everything else. It's all a bit of a grey thing, you know, because it's not spoken about. And it's, it's tolerated, it's allowed to just continue. But in the last few days, this has escalated now to a point where uh, Americans, British, French, South Africans, expats that are working there are literally running for their lives. You know, people are being decapitated and dismembered and raped and who knows what else. We've been getting voice notes from people in that region that are trying to avoid the conflict. and It's quite obvious that things are very, very serious. And... Uh, it raises a, a good number of questions for me and one of them is how has this been allowed to continue and of course another obvious one is why wasn't the initial insurgency put down immediately why was it not dealt with when it could be dealt with effectively and decisively and then then what's even more concerning for, not not even more concerning it's concerning why is there relatively little news about what is going on? There seems to be, but maybe I'm just not plugged into all the right news channels, but there seems to be lots of diversion, lots of sweeping it under the rug. Why is that? What game is being played? And yeah, anyway, so I see it as a serious concern. And in reality, it's not inconceivable that the activity will continue beyond the border and into this country if it's not dealt with decisively. And then, of course, one asks the question, if it, if that does end up happening, what then? Does this country actually have the resources and the ability to deal with it, to put it down? And, of course, more questions. Why are they not already doing that in the neighboring country? It seems as though we're always interfering in other people's affairs. Why not in this instance where, by interfering, one could make a positive difference and stop people being raped and killed and tortured? Why not in this instance? Where is the benefit? Who is benefiting from it? So, 
it seems to me that the culture of cowardice in African politics is alive and well. And here's the thing, seeking diplomatic solutions, because that seems to be the, the direction it always takes. Seeking diplomatic solutions to violent problems, for me, only proves that the politicians are interested more in how they benefit from the deal than the well-being of the population. So yeah, lots of questions and I think some concern for what's going on up there. And if any of you have family up there in Mozambique or um, currently are getting accurate information on what's happening, do me a favor of letting me know, please. I would be appreciative of that. Send, send it to me via Telegram or call me or, or whatever. Interesting situation. And then I was going to touch on this. I'm quite sure that some people are going to get all sensitive about it. But you know what? I'm no stranger to putting things on the table and just talking about them because they need to be spoken about. Well, I think they need to be spoken about. And I think the best way to deal with things and form better opinion is to actually speak about things openly. You know, not from a... It's actually quite funny. You know, I'm often often accused of being either bombastic or arrogant or judgmental. And I find it actually quite laughable because I think if you actually sit down and with me and talk um, you will see that there is a great desire to actually understand the viewpoint and opinion because that allows me to reflect on my viewpoints and opinions about things so I I find it quite I find it quite amusing but anyway so last week's show didn't didn't happen as you know because um, we couldn't use the studio because of a power failure and uh, but we still had a fruitful discussion over a few cups of coffee, and an interesting topic that came up during during that time um, was this sort of popular trend of people requiring some specific pronoun to describe their gender preference or what they think they are. I'll just brush on it because it was quite it was quite a it got to it it, it became quite an in depth conversation. But the reality, the way I see it, is relatively simple and that your gender should be determined pretty much the way it always has by the shape of your genitalia. You know, um, that's always been a fairly good indicator. And yeah, I know that's an oversimplification, but you know what I mean. But the discussion was interesting, I thought, because there were two male gay people involved in this discussion, uh, both life coach type people, well, that's that's a that's a label for another discussion all on its own, life coach. But anyway, their their general view was that these people require all these different labels, or the reason they do is because of simply put a, I guess a self esteem issue that makes them feel like they are somehow more than they think they are, I suppose. And I made the point that everybody's already an individual in their own right and that if someone needed a special label to make them feel like they are someone, perhaps the psychology of the problem is being ignored. And I just found it interesting that the world seems to have developed this culture of non-acceptance mainly, and the reason I say non-acceptance is because you've all seen in the news how these people that require to be called a certain thing and that are not happy with being called he and her and him and she and so on those labels we've always used 
they they seem to be the ones fueling the the need to tell people that they are different and individuals something that most of us actually just know intrinsically and don't feel the need to shout about so loudly so that everyone will notice anyway it was an interesting and convoluted I guess non-event really but yeah, at least I had coffee that was a good thing it could be an interesting point of discussion that if any of you have got any thoughts on on any of this in fact but, but that that would be an interesting point of discussion I'd be interested in hearing your views on the correctness of that about whether somebody needs to be called something because they feel that they are so different from what has always been for hundreds of thousands of years that they need to be labelled something else and then I was going to talk about uh, something about being deliberate and I was hoping that um, we were going to be joined by a couple of people Vanessa and uh, Rudolph and Jackson and a few others yeah we will do it again sometime and probably have like a bit of a panel type discussion about this because I, th- I think this is particularly uh, it's something I find interesting and and that is about being deliberate and something I've been noticing particularly in younger people is what I see as the, the lack of a, a clear picture of the future and a deliberate mindset that will get them to realize some sort of future picture and I think I'm sensitive to this because of the environment we find ourselves in um, and it sort of begs the question would the same lack of direction or the, that perception that I have of lack of direction apply to young people all over the world is is it just a young people thing or is there more emphasis placed on the direction one takes in life for instance in the states or in Europe is that encouraged actively encouraged or uh, you know is there a deliberate drive towards actually achieving a different future or is it in general just a, a hit and miss type approach I, I find myself thinking more and more when when I look at the state of the world and the apparent general chaos that's everywhere I find myself wondering if that has been avoided intentionally all over the world where people that will create a future are discouraged from creating an effective future rather they are channeled into just being numbers and robots a couple of us have had this discussion a couple of us on this group in fact have had this discussion before but I think it's worth considering, especially if you've got youngsters, if you've got, if you've got young children, hell, even young adult children, you know. I think it's an important thing to actively take a role in giving them the benefit of your life experience. And although they, they are unlikely to automatically just take your lessons and, and translate them into their experience, it could be productive where you try and give them the benefit of the doubt and try and give them some some degree of guidance in terms of not letting them do the stupid things that you did so that they can maybe achieve more. I think that's a pretty important thing to actually focus some attention on. If your intention, of course, that is, is to make life better going forward and for them to have a better existence, 
I would think that that that's not a bad thing for humanity in general to want the offspring actually fare better than those that came before them. Yeah, like I said, it's it's difficult to try and get that across to the young people because young people are young people and they will do what they want and um, they will go off and bump their own heads. But maybe, just maybe, by imparting some of that life experience where you've bumped your head and try and save them from doing it, maybe just there's a chance that they would listen and maybe choose a slightly different path. And having said that, of course, the time in which it happens is vastly different, of course, as well. The time I grew up in was a very different time, a very although some of the fundamentals are the same, but the world was a very different place to the world that my youngster is growing up in. But yeah, things things to ponder. And I guess here's an important question. How many of you would actually like to interact like this, having a group voice chat on the group? Although I know this is just the, the audio because of the internet connection today. Um, how many of you would be able to join in a group voice chat and maybe we don't do it during the day like this maybe we can do it in the evening that might make it uh, a lot a lot easier for some of you to actually join in and I know that the majority of people like to just listen and and not really say too much but I really enjoy hearing people's differing viewpoints on whatever we're talking about that's how we all form opinions after all and it's how I definitely check my sense of sanity and reality on a daily basis is by actually comparing what I am thinking about things to the opinions of others so that's quite important and maybe you maybe you feel the same so maybe you would also benefit out of it the main drive I guess behind this group is is really to encourage dialogue and to encourage people to swap ideas and thinking and reflect on others' life experiences and in that way broaden your own view of what we call reality, I suppose. But yeah, anyway, I think let me leave it at this. I've got stuff to carry on with and uh, yeah, I'd like to hear your thoughts on any of this. Have a good one.